show <clears throat> i'm your host brother jay uh your man short tonight but show goes on right always well wait, what the hell is that excuse me brother what was that what a random voices i make when no one pays attention to me or no one pays attention to you i had a i had a very sad childhood let's be honest good oh, yeah. that's for another oh. that's for another episode oh man oh yeah 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 yeah. you did say that okay i did okay let's let's, let's uh how you doing today bro I'm great. I'm well rested. I was exhausted this morning. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, what happened? No, nah, I was just exhausted. I woke up like, do I gotta go to Coney Island this week today? Oh yeah, that's always a rough, a <laughs> rough ride. That's all right. I was, in fact, I was the only person in my office. Uh, my supervisor called out, and everyone else called out. So I was like, oh, well, looks like I'm about to blast. You just not do anything. Get all my doors locked. Yup. It's always nice when you get to get the office to yourself. You know what I mean? No as work y'all can done. See, oh, none. Zero. <laughs> well, as y'all can see, producer Jay is not in tonight. Uh, he's going through some things, so keep me your thoughts and your prayers. But he's with us in spirit, as always. Mm-hmm. And That's he's true. obviously going to edit the show later, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it, it, everything works out for itself. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be fine. I wish him the best of luck with this. I don't know. He said his family oriented, so I can only imagine the torture. <laughs> Family issues arise and everybody gets antsy and whatnot. I mean, his is worse. He got kids. So. True. True. And it's going to be life. So, I mean, yeah, but like, I feel like that's not the biggest issue to him at the but moment. We, you're right. But, you know, we he didn't divulge all the details. I'm pretty sure when, when he feels like it, when he's most comfortable. He'll tell us what's going on, but when I press him in the street because he won't know where to run, words pulls on his job and he's just like, "Yo, uh, talk to oh. me." Pick him up, put him on a hook like a real bully. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a swirly too. Ah, uh, that's way too much. That's too much. I like him. I like him to be working for me. <laughs> Keep working with me. Fair enough. Fair enough. So we're going back to the way things used to be before producer Jay pulled up on us and offered his services. It was just me and you. And I was a menace. Still in the menace. But, you yeah. still are a menace. What you mean, was a menace? I know. Mm. I have grown. I have much better than I was. Not by a lot, uh, but still better. Uh, how old are you now? 29? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you still got a little more growing to do. I mean, don't we all? Don't we all? Mm. So, what's been happening in the news today? Uh, alright, so we got some stuff, not a lot, but you know, I got some stuff. What you got? Uh, so I wanted to talk about this for a bit, but I know, I know you definitely heard about it. Uh, do you remember the, uh, it's a little political, we're gonna be a little political today. Okay. Uh, do you remember, do you, uh, did you, (laughs) you heard about the Fox News being, uh, being sued by Dominion, if that's pronounced correctly? No, I didn't. What's going on with Fox News? And so Fox, Fox News got so first of all, Dominion is the one of the companies that made the voting machines, right? So, during, remember how everyone in twenty twenty said the election was stolen, especially on Fox News. 
Fox News. So Dominion sued Fox for defamation. Oh, shoot. For all the years of saying that their voting machines were hacked and all this other stuff. Even with all the evidence that came out that supported Dominion saying that they were never hacked or anything like that. So they kept saying it for years, about two years, and they're like, nah, we're done with this. We suing. And uh, they put out a lawsuit. uh, They put a lawsuit up against them. I didn't really, you never really heard of it? Oh, it's great. No, this is news to me. I didn't hear about this part. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, well, I, well, of course, I knew Fox News and, you know, a lot of right-wing pundits were kept, kept saying, oh, the election was rigged, it was stolen, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, but it, it gets funnier because because of this, the anchors also had to, had to like, go to court and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, their text messages and their group chats got revealed to the public. Oof. Uh... And the true words about Trump came out. <laughs> oh, oh, spicy! They saw the spicy in the group chat. Talk to me. Oh. What they they talking oh, about? Oh, they were saying that he's a. They were calling him all types of stupid. They're like, we never, we knew this. They were calling him the dumbest names. They're like, he's a menace to society. So I was like, I can't believe. He's like, soon we won't have to talk about this dumb idiot for after, after so much time. This group chat. Oh, I gotta, I gotta see this. Well, yeah, look it up. It's great. Tom Carson was talking. Was talking the most. It was funny. He's of like, well, Tark, Tucker always got something to say. That's his thing. He's like, I can't wait to. I don't have to talk about this dumb idiot no more. <laughs> Oops, my bad. That's a oh. ad that. Uh, what you call it? It's okay. No one... It's okay. We didn't hear it. Uh. Okay, it says, following the explosive text from Fox News host revealed in February as part of the Dominion Voting Systems defamation lawsuit against network, Hassan Minhaj, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, please forgive me, is still a bit gobsmacked. On Tuesday night, the Daily Show guest host joked that in it seems Fox personalities are more like those old MSNBC. Oh, snap. Okay, it says, a quick refresher. On those messages, in the court filing on Thursday, February 16th, Dominion Voting provided texts, emails, and other forms of communication between Fox News hosts from after the 2020 election, in which they called out some of the network's guests for perpetuating unsupported claims that voting was electronically rigged against twice-impeached former President Donald Trump. (laughs) Now, check this out. (laughs) My mayor? I'll read it all. I I want... (laughs) <laughs> you gotta read it you can't just I'm die sorry. laughing I read some of it and it's it's funny yeah I know <laughs> it's hilarious what they said oh shoot it says among the messages who were once said that uh, things like Sidney Powell is lying sent from Tucker Carlson to his producer Alex Pfeiffer on November 16th less than two weeks after the election and quote Sydney is a bit nuts sorry but she is <laughs> Sent from Laura Ingraham to Carlson and Sean Hannity the day before. Oh my God, do you know what this means? These people are secretly saying <laughs> Manhattan of Marvel. They also don't respect anyone they have on their show. These guys are texting <laughs> each other all day about about how yeah. bullshit Fox News is. This troop group chat is basically MSNBC. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So I bring this up. I bring this up because uh, Fox News uh, reached a settlement. So oh, agreement. They settlement, okay. And they reached some of the agreement for seven hundred eight seven hundred eighty seven point five million dollars. Seven hundred and eighty. Wait, I'm sorry. Excuse me, brother. 
seven seven hundred eighty seven hundred eighty seven point point five million dollars so well that's a pretty penny <laughs> that is a pretty penny bro that's that that's is, more than that some is... net worths <laughs> that's a net worth number <laughs> that absolutely is that's close to oh. like they could have go they could have pushed it all i'm personally i'm upset i kind of wanted to see it go to court just to see what would happen well, I'm looking at more articles and saying that the the original lawsuit was filed for 1.6 billion dollars. We they could have got that billion. They they could have, but you, you know the just... the rule of thumb is that you always aim high so that way you know you can get a nice chunk because I'm pretty sure that it's the the lawsuit is really not worth that much, but because one is Fox News and uh. You know they've been wilding for for a, while. You know, a couple of years. Yeah, they've been wilding for a, for a while. while. <laughs> but I uh, that's crazy. I understand, but part of me, part of me, really want to push it all the way through to see how crazy we can, how crazy it really gets. Well, was another thing that sums up that seems like that uh, Rupert Murdoch is that his name? Rupert the guy who runs, who basically runs Fox. Yes. Um. He knew that they were lying, that this yeah. whole election thing was a just a whatchamacallit. They just wanted they just wanted to say what people wanted to hear. And they're like, okay. If we keep saying what they want to hear, they'll just keep tuning in. Drive ratings. Ratings makes the money. I understand. It, it, yeah, it does. Um but the, the funny thing is, you you one of those it's I'm sorry, okay. I, I'm not gonna go off on a tangent a little bit, but it's kind of related to it because you you know we literally just said that you know they understand that if we say that what people want to hear then they'll tune in and just repeat the same talking points no and fall even though we don't necessarily believe it yeah jesus i think donald trump ran on that platform too i it's more funny i want you to know it's more funny because i None. I don't know how how Donald Trump really works, because I would love to see like I would love to just to hear his thought process on some things. It hit. But sometimes he would be like he would say something, it gets repeated back on Fox News, and then he'll be like, "See, they said it on the news channel. It has to be true." <laughs> I'm like, "But well, yeah, you said it. <laughs> like you can't you can't credit yourself as a source when you're the." Um, so I would love to see like where part of his where part of that really comes from. Well, here's the thing. It's like, first, he appealed to a base. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, his base was the, you know, poor white people, essentially. Even though he himself is a wealthy white man. Yes. So the disparity is just like, it's, it's as large as it can be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, trust me, it is not lost on me. I understand. Right. So, I don't think he actually believed half of the stuff that he ran his campaign on, like building the wall in Mexico and, uh, you know, voter right, the voter registration fraud or whatever have you. I don't think he believed in any of that stuff, but because that large base, especially in the South was really like, those are, those were their talking points. Those were their views and certain things. I personally don't think Donald Trump was really, they were like really believed in half of that stuff. I think he was just, he found his base and, knew that they would ride with him no matter what and just ran, just ran with it 
Yeah, just ran with it. You know I'm, what I mean? I can't get mad at that. Because you know what? He's a businessman. Business people, they they see the play. They read the defense. <laughs> you know what I mean? They read the opposition and they go, oh, okay, go and call an audible. This is how we're going to do this now. And I, it, it yeah, worked. Because <laughs> yeah. I can't get mad at it. I can't get mad at it. You know? I just, I could be, I could be upset with it, but I can't. I'm like, damn. I'm like, damn. I'll dare you, because my brain's like, I'm like, why would you like just say this stuff, knowing that people like really gonna believe this, knowing it's wrong? But another part of me is like, money's money, right? Okay, <laughs> money talks exactly. Like, I can't, I can't knock the flow because if I, if I would have thought the same thing, but I'm trying to get this money, so like, I'm if this gets me the money. I'm say it gets me. I'm say it because it gets me the money. It's the same thing, believe it or not, it's the same thing on the Democratic side of things because they see what drives votes, especially among minorities. You know, if you talk uh, black issues or you talk LGBT or women's rights issues, you're going to get the votes. You know what I'm saying? So they they might not even necessarily care for it either. They don't necessarily care for women's rights or, you know, that type of stuff. But because that's what drives the votes. Because the people voting for them, understand, and keeping their position of power, they they might not never not never even never even you know take it up. But you get yeah. what I'm saying. You you get you understand what I mean. I already know what you meant. I just take it up. Don't rush on you. Just uh-huh. oh, it, it it pisses me off sometimes. I'm sorry. Oh just, man, something just the way these some way these people work sometimes. Huh? Look, but you know. That, I I did want to see you know now that you say I I kind of do want to see that lawsuit go to court even though it's absolutely not gonna... <laughs> got, got it see <laughs> I really wanna just want to hear it I just want to hear it just want to see what they go how they go talk the way out of this the settlement to finish off the settlement did come with some other stuff like so Fox News the anchors don't have to apologize live on air what yeah they don't gotta make an apology at all that was one of the agreements to the settlement that was so that's. You... I'm into it. So they just they just get the cop out, like yeah, pretty much. They can spend it how much they want to now. Ver, they can be what, else, what, what else are some of the details of that settlement? That's pretty much all I remember. That's pretty much. I know as soon as they agreed to the settlement, Fox like announced the statement. They're like, this settlement is just to prove that we care about our um, journalism integrity. Now we're gonna spend all that money to make sure that we always say the truth. Hey, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> you know what, I, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I know you said that you always, when it comes to lawsuits, you aim high and try to come down. Uh huh. How much? I wonder how much their goal really was in that lawsuit. And then when Fox said the amount, they're like, "Oh, okay." You know what? I I'm gonna go five hundred mil. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna guess 500 mil was what the number that they really wanted. Then, and when they said that, when they said that, I'm like, "Oh, you want to give us that?" Yeah, exactly. Three quarters of a mil, okay. <laughs> Three quarters of a billion dollars, I'll take it. <laughs> no, you ain't gonna tell me twice. Which, you know what I mean? Like, you can run that, but I mean, because these their lawyers were probably like, "Yo, this is a multi-billion-dollar media company, so we if can I'm- get." Yeah, that's true. If I if I'm Dominion lawyers, I'm definitely like aim high. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Aim as high as you can. If I am Fox News like lawyers, I'm telling them, yo, whatever. 
what they want. We can't let this go to court. Right. Like, <laughs> like we like I like you may you may think we can win this in court. I'm telling you right now, we can't. We can't. Nope. <laughs> we got we got too many receipts. There's too much there's too many receipts. Oh. Oh. Uh speaking of receipts. Uh-huh. Honestly, this the funniest thing. This don't really do political. It technically is political, but it's really funny to me. Uh, I forgot what was happening, but someone was telling something about um the senator from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor. Uh huh. I forgot. Like they were having a talk. They were having a conversation about something, and she goes like, "Oh, the person on this, the person that they're questioning on the stand, asks her. She's like, are you sure you want to say that? Because like, you're the one who called that said that." Did you not say that Nancy Pelosi was a terrorist to America? And she was like, I never said that. And he pulls it out like, I got it right here as a tweet. Oh, snap. Like, Damn. <laughs> God, <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> oh, snap. He's oh, like, oh. Parent, oh I, she, she, she's in some trouble. Holy snap. Oh, the trouble now. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. No, oh, I'm joking. It says uh, Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene. <laughs> Is that she's prohibited from speaking at a hearing after calling DHS secretary a liar? Did this happen yesterday? I can, uh, what, the, what the hell happened yesterday? Oh, let's, let's look it up. Not the, all right, cool. It says a Republican led committee formally reprimanded Green, Republican Georgia, after she lashed out at a Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas at a hearing. I'm not saying that right. I know I'm not. That's okay. We know, I don't say anything right, so. Uh, this is a House committee formally silenced uh, Representative uh, Green on Wednesday after she lobbed accusations at the Homeland Security Secretary during his congressional testimony. Democrats, Demo- on, the, Democrats on the GOP-led Homeland Secretary twice sought to strike remarks made by Green at the hearing, one in which she accused a Democratic member, excuse me, of having an extramarital affair. Oof. Oh. But the only bipartisan agreement came when she called Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas a liar. Oh. You, okay. You call it, you calling out people for a fair? Oh. I think I saw that. Oh, yeah. Oof. I think I saw that when he was like, like you had a, you had a, she was like, you had an affair with a Chinese person. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was just about to read that. It says, Green said the criticism from Swalwell was rich. Quote, from someone who that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! Getting spicy on Capitol Hill, y'all. <laughs> did, did now I have the question? Did he have her or not? Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of want to know. <laughs> uh, but there, were you were you were you cheating? Where was the life? It says uh, Democrats immediately moved. To strike her test of her, her words, arguing that she had violated House rules by making attacks based on personality. Green declined to withdraw her remark. She's like, Yeah, I said what I said. Uh. <laughs> I can't get back yeah. that. That's respectful. That's hilarious. Uh, but it's, yeah. well, that's, it's bad, but it's respectful. That's just crazy. That's crazy. She's but like, Do you, you need to take that remark down. You would have thought. Please. Fuck that. I ain't taking uh, nothing. I ain't taking nothing away. I said what I said. Like, that's oh. crazy. Yo, they they getting spicy on Capitol Hill, son. They be getting listen, listen those um those whatchamacallits since the uh what the um the riots 
the riots really changed a lot of well, it changed which, everything. Which riots? The, the the riots on Capitol Hill back oh, in twenty one. Okay. I was gonna say which riots are we talking about though? Because remember there was a there was a protest in Tennessee as well. Yeah. Oh, because of the um the two brothers that got kicked out or something like that. Well, it was it was not because of that, but it it led to them getting kicked out. Yes. Oh, it's on the two uh two black uh what are they? They're least... brothers. No, I mean like like what what are their titles? Like what are their official titles? Are they were they reps or were they just speakers? they were rep- they were representatives, I believe. Oh. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's it's getting spicy in on Capitol Hill. That's all I got to say. And it's a coming to a head, bro. And this this next election is gonna be crazy. It's like yo, what you yo. What you say about my mama? I said it. <laughs> that that's pretty much how I was going. <laughs> like how'd I ever draw? Nah, I meant it. Oh, uh, my barn. Well, what you do now? I almost activated sticky keys. <laughs> Sir? <laughs> Sir? My, my why your keys sticky? <laughs> no, no, no. The, when you activate sticky keys, I know I'm fucking with you. I'm, I'm oh. fucking with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking guy. Oh, let's shift gears a little bit. The NBA playoffs have started. Yeah. And it's definitely, yo, these first round matches have been spicy too. Oh, absolutely. I'm oh. going, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> Which series you got your eye on the most? Uh, I'm a New York bred. I'm New York bred. So you know where I'm looking at. Knicks and Cavs. Absolutely. Yes, I agree. I was surprised that they got that game one win. I was really surprised. I watched that whole game. You know, I I don't know. I want to say thank you to my roommate, Cassandra, who sat with me during the whole game. She did not have to. (laughs) She sat with me and watched the whole Knicks first game. Didn't ask a single question. She was just there as more for like a support (laughs) on her her phone, not paying a single attention. And I was like, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice of you. I didn't say it when she was there, but it was very nice. She didn't have to do any of that. I was yeah that was that was a really good game from him. Jalen Brunson put in work, uh, Josh Hart put in work even though he got a bum ankle. Randall oh. with his bum ankle. It's a lot you of know. bum ankle. There was a lot of bum ankles, but oh. the, that second game, uh, oh, that second good. game was not was not friendly to my heart. It wasn't, and, and you know what's sad about that game? They started out really well. I think they were open like a twelve to four lead or something like that. Oh, you know going. that day that day was just a terrible day for all New York sports scenes. Cause the I was at the I was at the Yankee game on that day too, and uh the Yankees was getting a like, butt wood in the first three innings. Was it by the Angels? Yeah. Oh, my cousin went to that game. Yeah, I I he asked me if I wanted to go. I was like, mm, now nah, I'm good. I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was a it was a hard it was a hard match to watch for a bit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Did the um, did the Rangers play that night too, or did they? They're in the the Rangers are in the playoffs. Yes, they're facing the Devils in the first round. Yes, oh, and along with the Islanders, I think the Islanders got. I think the Islanders got beat the same day as well. Mm-hmm. So, so wow! Well, in fact, yo, all the New York teams are in the playoffs right now. That I know are, that are playing. They're they're good. We're contending. I know. I was like, I said, I was like, this is a real, this is a real interesting game for me. That both, you that both New York teams playoffs in her hand. Can beat, like it beat. 
Well, well the Nets. The Nets well, <laughs> I mean, they're playing right now, so it's like, you know, they're fighting for their playoff lives. I actually just got a notification that Joel Jubi just kicked Boston uh, in the chest. Yeah, well, he so, didn't kick him in the chest. He, he kind of like kicked them in the nuts almost. Like Joel, he was on his back. Joel and B was on his back, and uh, what's his name stepped over him, and he no. like kicked his legs up a little bit, and it was just like, yo, like, like Wait. I said, yo, it's getting spicy. Playoff series is great, and then you got out of all these playoff series, except for like Wait. the one seeds, because uh, they're boring. They, <laughs> yeah, the Nuggets, Nuggets versus the Timberwolves, because the Timberwolves got nobody cares about that. The Timberwolves got their own drama to do with. Yeah, nobody cares about that series. It's yeah. <laughs> They already, they, already, they already fighting themselves. We're, we're kicking a bunch of each other. Oh, hey. Okay. And then but, uh, Lakers and Warriors. I mean, Lakers and Warriors. Lakers and uh, Memphis. That series is getting spicy. That's because Dylan Brooks. No, I cannot like this man anymore. I. <laughs> I. Like, what is going? What is with him? He is he trying, trying to be? <laughs> Yo. He just wants everybody against him. Is he trying to be like Draymond? I don't. But he also he's Draymond. So I don't he, understand. He he's on some whatchamacallit. He's on that pet pet. He's on that pet pet pack. I got like it. He's just a menace for no reason. But he's he's not as good defense on as Pat Bev. He's not better nowhere shooter. Near. Nowhere near. He he's wow. a, he well, he's a much better shooter than Pat Bev. Pat Bev can't score for his life. But like <laughs> honestly, he's just he's just there to be a, a a menace on defense. That's literally what his job is. He can't yeah, shoot. But, yeah, but if you're gonna be a menace, your menace job is to do defensive rebounding. That's just promise. True. And Bill True. Like you got score. You wanna be a menace? Be a menace. <laughs> like True. it's only uh-huh. But I don't know. He you heard what he said about LeBron after the game last night, right? Called him old. We all know they he's call... old. <laughs> Yo, if if LeBron don't give him a fifty piece in game three. Oh LeBron, I hope so. I really want I, him. I, I really want him to also. No, because he was so crazy. He's like, he's like, he's not the same as he was. He's like, I think I could have took him in Miami or Cleveland. I was like, no, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. That was prime LeBron. Is LeBron currently is like eighty percent of prime LeBron. Like, right. You should be happy that twenty percent is missing. Right. Because <laughs> that's him jumping over you and dunking like he did, like he did on like that kid from Boston. I think that was Jason Terry, wasn't it? And probably was because Jason <laughs> Terry got some terrible luck going against LeBron. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I played him in the eleven finals, but still, and, and ever since then, yeah, it's been it's been on site <laughs> from getting bodied on alley loops to get jumped over. This is Terry just needs to avoid LeBron James. Listen, game three, I want to see uh twenty twelve Eastern Conference Finals game six LeBron when he dropped oh. forty five in Boston. I want to see that. He got that, that look. He got that look in his eyes, just looking exactly, down. Exactly. Like, yeah. Just like it's like that to me. Like okay, we both know. Oh, we. I think we both got Michael Jordan as a goat, right? Uh, yes. I guess, I really don't have goats. I got like I got players and they just rope. Okay, for me, Michael Jordan is the goat. Always will be. There's nothing LeBron can do in my opinion to become the goat. But uh-huh. that game in Boston, though, like 12, 11, 12 years ago. Yes. Yo. LeBron, like, just he, that was his Michael Jordan game. That was you know what I'm saying? That was one of that his finest his, games. One of his finest games, and I was like, "Listen, I need to see that to, uh, in Game Three. I need to see that because there's no way 
that you can just let him talk to you like that. Because the <laughs> reporters were laughing when he said it. He said, like, I don't care. He old. Oh, okay. All right. Come get this 40. Come get this 50 piece now. <laughs> you know what I mean? 40 to 50. You could just tell it everyone's give me the ball. Just give me the ball. Get out the way. Clear lane. <laughs> Take the old defender with you. Right. <laughs> and leave me him. Yeah. Like, like come on now. Whatever he's defending, said, pick him up with me. I want yep. him. I switch. Pick exactly. Mm-hmm. I want it all. I want all the smoke. You know what I'm saying? And then in the other series, Golden State in Sacramento, your boy Draymond is being a menace. I can't get mad at Draymond for that. I can't either. Because mm-hmm. I watched I watched the whole game and I watched Sabonis literally just play dirty, do dirty plays on him. Yep. So yep. I I can't get mad. Also, I also would have stepped on his chest. Oh yeah, straight up, one hundred percent. Probably, I would have did it harder. <laughs> you would have jumped yeah. on him. <laughs> yeah, but that's the Bronx in me. That's because <laughs> like if, if I see the ball and I feel someone grab my ankle, I'm definitely like what the oh. Mm-hmm. Carb stomping. Yep, yep, right like, in the chest. You ever um? Do you ever see um Dominican Sue step on that dude? Dominic who? There's a football player when he and Dominican Sue. He used to play for Detroit. Ooh, he, used, he used to be a real menace. He was a defensive tackle, like to a point like he literally with his cleats stepped on a dude's like bicep and tore and tried to tear it. Dominic who? And Dominic, it's I'm not. Don't spell his first name. Just spell okay. Sue. It's H. It's S U H. Just look up his dirty highlights in Detroit. That's oh, true menace. Oh, this guy. Yeah, that was true menace Detroitness. That he was used to like if you grabbed him, he used to shove your face in the dirt, be like, "Who you was talking to?" I I remember. Yep, I remember this guy. This guy. Yep. He calmed Definitely down. Like, Playing the game. He he calmed down, yeah. but I was definitely. You look, listen to yes, I'm watching it right now. Stop. <laughs> I definitely would. I definitely would have been mean. I'm like, yo, someone grabs my ankle again. Cause also, cause um, in game one, he kept like grabbing his head. He elbowed him in the chest and everything. Nah, it was hard. He you talking him. about Draymond and Sabonis? Yeah, Sabonis like elbowed him in the chest, like held him down when he got like a rebound and he was trying yeah, to get yeah. up. It was a lot of like unnecessary plays that the rest were calling. I'm like, I right, bet you ain't calling. You won't get something, all right? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you something. Oh, I see what you said. Oh, 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 yo, this guy's a menace. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen this. I remember seeing this. This is against the Packers. Yeah, <laughs> is, that's crazy. Oh, the only this is the only one. Oh, he's not the dirtiest play. This is another play that was more dirty than him. That's for a different conversation. I'm looking at this play against Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> when he kicked him in the nuts. Hold on. My favorite thing. I yes. definitely... stepped on his ankle. Oof. The fuck it. More than two. Twice. Like... Oh, with both feet. Oof. Good. Get that out the gate. I'm trying to win. I'm trying and to win. You know, you know what's funny? We, we, we mentioned that, right? And we think about Draymond. I think that's part of the strategy. That the Kings are employing against Ups, him. Yeah, get him riled up and get him suspended. It's easier to beat the Warriors when he's not on the field, when he's not on the court. I, yeah, that that is very true. Because let's be honest, you want to get one of the three out. You don't want you don't want Steph, Clay, and Draymond. You don't want all three of them on the, the series. You want to get one of them out, and Draymond's the easiest to get. Out. Yeah, because he's he's he be wilding. I'm not gonna lie, he he definitely be doing too much sometimes. Yeah, so it's easy it's easier to get him riled up. You ain't gonna get Steph. You ain't gonna get. 
That's ejected anytime soon. They give Seth him too much lead with. Right. Seth will probably get himself ejected before you get him ejected. Yeah, like, Clay, Clay got that white privilege. He ain't getting nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he half grade too? And what? <laughs> <laughs> so it only works 50% for him? <laughs> He's pale. <laughs> He's pale enough to be considered white, therefore no one's going to... You know how it... Clay Thompson might be one of the most... Talks the most trash out of all the Warriors. Yeah, it's actually, really no funny. Way. Yeah, you, you're actually right. I think but so. It actually is if no one calls him out on it. Because of <laughs> that paleness. That paleness <laughs> lets him get away. Because there was definitely a point in this year where like he shot a three over... I think it was on... De- I think it, was on... it was Dylan Brooks. Yeah. yeah it was on... Mm-hmm. And he made it and like played defense, looking at the eye, like, yeah, you fell. So, yeah, I remember so, that. He got like, a tech for that, though. One. <laughs> he definitely got a tech for that. Definitely talks trash all the time. But you, now, but you know what? He could back it up. He got four rings to back it up. I'm also hey. talking trash. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm remember. sorry. I'm sorry. What are you saying? I can't hear you. These four things I have on my finger that cover my ears. And I remember, remember at the end of the finals last year during the press conference, you know, he was saying how somebody on the on the on on Memphis, of course, because they you know they talk too much, uh, had tweeted like had mock tweet them, you know what I'm saying? Because their their moniker is oh strength in numbers or something like that. And he was like, "Yo, when I saw that, I couldn't wait to beat these guys." And now look <laughs> at us. It was like, "Yo, look look at us now. We won, and you're home chilling <laughs> on the beach." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is that whole team talks like they want to, right? And that's that's. Go ahead. I'm sorry. They can't even win this shit. Like, not even close. If they you win this shit, this comes out. I'm like, like I'm not gonna apologize. I mean it. <laughs> I'm all bets against them losing. I want them to I, lose this series. In fact, I I just want Bron to give them a fifty piece. That's all. I want them to lose this series. I don't. I don't think they will. I think I think uh, I think uh, Memphis will win. Because they have the well, not at what's his name's out. This guy, um, Ja, yeah, with his he'll hand, he had a hand be, problem, so he'll be back in game three. They already won game two, but he'll be back in game three. I still huh. think they're gonna, I think they're gonna lose the series. You think or so? Some, yes, yeah, most mostly because of Boy Dillabrook's talk. Yeah, he could talk himself out of a, out of a win, out of a series win. Because at, at a certain point, look, we all know LeBron's going to come out crazy. At a certain point, all of LA is going to come out crazy. He's going to say oh, something yeah. about gonna say something about Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is going to forget that he's prone to start dunking on everybody. Well, like, the, this is your defensive man, player of the year? He's nuts. Word. <laughs> word. <laughs> I think the the Lakers will only be as good as far as Anthony Davis can take them anyway. So. Oh, absolutely. But I don't think they're going to tell you the truth. I literally, I only have the one in this series and the losing next round. Well, who would they play? They will play the winner of Sacramento and well, I. I bet State, you, right? the Warriors and the Kings can beat them. So literally, they're literally going to lose at this series. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Sacramento. I think Sacramento is going to bring force it to a game seven. Even though the Warriors are down two nothing, I think it'll wind up a seven game series. And who knows what happens then? Anything can happen in game seven. I got Sacramento. Tell you the truth, I got Sacramento going to the Western Conference Finals to lose to the Nuggets. Nuggets? I think the Nuggets Ugh. are going to the finals this year. Western side. Let's be honest. Over Phoenix? Phoenix would hope they can get past the Clippers. Well, Kawhi's not playing game three, so they just might. True. If... 
I still think nothing against it. I don't trust Dylan. I don't trust Devin Booker no more. I definitely don't trust Chris Paul no more. Not against. Oh, I certainly don't trust Chris Paul. Is you understand? Is Durant, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul going against Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray? That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Younger players to beat. Yeah, that that is a lot. And then they got <laughs> like the Nuggets are like built built. That's a team that's hard to beat, Mice. You need more. Well, who wants to go to the NBA Finals in Denver? You know what I'm saying? Like, ugh. I'm look. I'm sure you and Stephen A will be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Boy, if like, they, if, nothing if, you do, bro. If they have. What, what what year was it? They had the that was twenty twenty. Yeah, the the finals. It was the Heat versus the Lakers, and Stephen A was mad because it was in the bubble. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he was like, was, "Why we gotta be in a bubble when I could be going to L.A. and then Miami?" Right, like who wouldn't? And who yo? If who wouldn't want to do that for the Miami and L.A. for the finals? That would be ugh. Back ugh. to back traveling and all this pay, all this bits is paid for. Oh my god, ugh. lovely. Oh man, good lord! They're just trying to do the sports show. Could have just did sports on this. Well, I mean, we we still got some. I still got some other topics I want to hit, but it's, but it's, you know, the NBA is good right now. Is the the playoffs are going, and you know, I I just like how spicy everything is because I'm like, yo, that's what you need in the playoffs. You need teams that don't like each other because all this buddy buddy nonsense is is to me is not good for the league. It's not, but I really do. I you're right. I do enjoy how almost every team in a series does not like each other, right? From Cleveland complaining about Jalen Brunson getting too many fouls, uh-huh. and he only had the funny thing is they were complaining about that on Game One. Jalen Brunson only had four free throws. Exactly. So I don't know exactly. what he was complaining about. <laughs> they got all yo. Everything went their way in Game Two. Everything. I mean, I guess that's what Vincent Torres gets you. I don't you know. know what I mean, in Bro- so, even. In- even Brooklyn and Philly. This series Look, is a little spicy. No one likes because no one because Brooklyn hates Philly and great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joel beat no one in Brooklyn like Joel beats no one likes Joel and B personally. And you know damn well good. Like the Nets may not win that series, but they gonna try as hell to be completely annoying. I can tell you that part. Oh yeah, they're down two games to one. I mean two games to none, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, of course, we just went everything over in the West. The only series that's really not, you know, worth watching is Minnesota and um, the Nuggets. And right. of course, and then on, on the East side, unfortunately, is Boston. I forgot who in Boston's Atlanta, playing. Yeah. yeah oh, no, let, me, let me ask you this. How do you feel about Trey Young being voted the most overrated player in the league? Because <laughs> I actually kind of agree. I'm like, eh, he know that. As a New Yorker, as a New Yorker, and yep. what he said about us. Oh yeah, oh the yeah. Petty, the petty side of me is happy. Why? Uh, honestly, probably, I could see why that. I can see why people would vote him the most overrated player in the league. Though he's he is a good player. I'm not gonna. He averages like what he he averages about what twenty six a game. I think twenty six this year. Let me see. Twenty six nine assists. <laughs> like he's actually a brilliant. He's an all star player. He wasn't an all-star this year, though. There's a lot of good players. I I was upset that Jalen Brunson wasn't all, so I can fully understand I, it. I agree with that. I agree so, with that. I can't, but there's just so many good guards in the. There's so many guards in the East. That's why. But, Too many good guards. He averaged 26 
10.2 and ooh, 10.2 assists a game. It's not bad. Like I wouldn't like it's overrated. He's only overrated because of how much the media like gives him. Like if we if he was just a regular player who didn't have this much media coverage on him, we would just call him a good we just call him a good player that probably needs to leave Atlanta to win a championship. Same way we talk about Dame Lillard. Yeah. Speaking of Dame Lillard is at the game in Brooklyn tonight. Why? I don't know why. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. But like, eh. the heat. What? I mean, they, maybe he likes being in New York. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Are you oh. trying to come to Brooklyn, Dane? What's going on? Why Brooklyn? Why does anyone keep wanting to go to Brooklyn? Fuck Brooklyn. No, I said I mean, it. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I agree. <laughs> Ugh. So who you got, got? Wait, you got who you got coming out of the East? Then if you since you got oh, that's Nuggets a good coming out of West. That's a good ass question. Call me back in another two weeks. Call me back next week. Ask me next I, week. I have no more than I did. Honestly, at this rate, if Giannis doesn't like if his back doesn't get better, it might be Philly. It could be Philly, it could be I Boston. Be, I, I think it's gonna be Philly. I can't see I can't see Boston beating this Philly team in seven games. They don't have I, the size to, to compete with Embiid. Maybe, but they beat him before. That's the problem. Okay. They beat Joel and beat before. That's the problem. So that's why it's also not. I don't know. If Giannis is hurt, I'll come back to you. But I am between Boston and Philadelphia. Boston and Philly, and then maybe, and then we'll see what happens between the Knicks and the Cavaliers. What makes my decision out there? Because <laughs> hey. I can't we, hold, can't hold well, against Don Mitchell. But like the Knicks is a fully built out team, so I can't get mad at them either. If the Knicks beat the Cavs, who would they play in the next round though? They play if Giannis gets healthy. Oh, right. If the Giannis is okay. Yes, if Giannis is healthy, I think the Knicks can't win that. If the Knicks win that and Giannis still can't play, I don't even know that. I can see the Knicks being a. a I can see the Knicks being a Bucks without a Giannis team. Without a Giannis, yeah, agreed. Yeah, so agreed. Agreed. But then again, let's see how the Bucks play against the Heat because if Giannis is back in the Heat. And Jimmy Butler is able to take advantage of that, and then he go on. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Oh, for the Jimmy, uh, uh, a petty Jimmy Butler is a dangerous player. A petty Jimmy Butler is a dang yo. Tango Hanley took the heat to the, um, yeah. the, the exactly. finals in twenty twenty. So yeah, I agree. Exactly, a da- a petty Jimmy Butler is a dangerous player because once he feels like he has something to prove, everyone's on the list. He don't care who it is. You know everyone's, what? And everyone's gonna get it. You, you know what? But the, here's another thing: they also don't have Tyler Hero because he broke his hand. He didn't. Tyler Hero was just a benefit. Let's be honest. That's true. He's a benefactor. <laughs> he's a benefactor of petty. That is true. Because he but, was. <laughs> I think that the Knicks beat um the Heat what three out of four times this year. Remember, uh, Julius Randle had that big three at the end of the regulation. I was in the bar in, in for that game. I was in the bar Yo, for that game. That game was great. I was watching that game. I was like, Julius, what are you doing? Oh! <laughs> I remember everyone, everyone else said that, too. He threw an ice in the same word. I was like, please go. Everyone was like, what is he doing? This is why we can't win. Oh, Julius is the greatest. That, that's New York fans in a nutshell, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? I can't. He's the best of the world. Nothing can stop him. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's our guy. That's our that's our guy, Julius. I think I want a Julius Randle jersey. 
Um, nor Jalen Brooks the jersey. You know what? Oops. I'm, I'm with it. Make sure it's the, the icon jersey, not the city jersey. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, I got the hit. I got something I want to. I want to talk about. Let me know. Marcus Houston. Uh oh. Marcus Houston. What did he do? Is this well, a... he's, getting, he, he's getting himself in a little bit of hot water with. Well, isn't the public. A, isn't that a? Isn't he related to Mariano or something? Like that? I think they're cousins. But right, let me... I, I I believe that they are cousins. Oh. Um, what did he, let's see what he did now. What did he do? So, you know he's married to a young girl. Like, she's like 19, I think. I um, was I was not aware of this. I think I heard know? of I think I heard of it. I think I heard that he got married to a very young girl. I I didn't really pay much attention. Or because like I was on my way to work. But hold on a second. He's he used to date her. Some- he used to date um Shorty from My Wife and Kids. Hold on. The the mother or No, the teenage daughter. Uh what's what's, what's her name on the show? Oh, I don't remember. I know what you're talking about, I just don't remember. Marcus was Houston. It, I'm thinking Claire Huxable. Jesus Christ. Help me. <laughs> Not Claire Huxable. Jennifer Freeman, that's her name. She played Claire. Yeah, that was her name. Claire. Claire Kyle. Okay. She was okay. in, she was, uh, they used to date apparently, but now he's married to, um, a girl named Maya Dickey, right? Dear and God. they started dating in 2019. 2019? That's four uh-huh. years. Oh, they got engaged in 2019. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? They got engaged she... in 2019. She's 19 now? I think so. Let me see. She's 19 now. She's 22 now. I'm sorry. She's, t- she's 22 now. They were engaged in 2019. That's still it four years. Began, it, it, it says they began dating when she was 18 and married yep. in 2020 when she was 19. A year later, they welcomed their first child. He's 41. Which she's... means when How they long? met when they met, he was 30... Eight, eight, 38 to 30 to 37. Yeah, 37. Yeah. So he was around that age. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there was speculation that he's practiced, that he's basically been grooming her. But they met at a um a Jehovah's Witness convention, not an invention, a Jehovah's Witness convention. Right. Here's the thing. Right. Recently, he said, uh, that he doesn't like dating he said no he said that he married a younger woman because women his age often come with quote baggage right <laughs> okay so that i was wondering what was going on with this thing i was reading because it was saying like baggage i was like what is talking about right well, it talks about marrying someone younger because women his age often come with baggage okay okay now what does and he mean by baggage that well that's what we're about to find out he said, um, he said, quote, I'm 41. She is 22, right? Mm-hmm. I could have married a 44 year old woman and it could have been disastrous. 
there have there's a lot of women my age I've dated. They had they may have baggage. He added, they may have kids. They may have not. They may not. There's so many different women I've been with throughout my life, and it just so happens to be that this one caught my heart. Houston, who rose to musical fame in 1990s as a member of the R&B group Immature, also said that single mothers with children are a red flag. Oof, spicy. I would talk to my dad a lot, and he would always tell me to have your own kids because you never know what the baby daddies are about. So if you're going to have kids, make sure it is with a woman that never had kids. That was always my red flag. And a woman with an attitude. I don't like women with funky attitudes. <laughs> I believe. Oh, man. Well, just, uh, I, there's two things, because I'm, I'm reading it, too. Mm-hmm. So as women, my, I'm going to kind of, what I, this one I got, women that are my age, have a different outlook on life. Like a lot of women my age are very independent. They are very like, I don't need a man to do this for me because I can do it for myself. And I come from that generation. So I guess this is something I definitely heard before. And Uh I think not we had conversation, but I had a conversation about this with a person. They're like, would you date an independent woman or a woman that says this? And I was like, it would really, I was like, I personally would. But it also it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't depend on what they say. It would just depend on how they treat me as a partner. Aaron, because that's it. Like, and you can be an independent woman, and you can be like, you can say all this stuff. But like, if we're like, but if we're like together in a relationship, and I'm just trying to be nice to you, don't shut it down as a way of like I'm being misogynistic or sexist towards you. I'm just being. I'm getting this. I'm getting you this because we're dating each other, and I want to be nice. Yeah, hey. I don't want to get this to be nice to you. Don't make don't make it seem like that. I think it really just depends on the person. Because mm. you can, I definitely, I have a lot of friends who are that are independent. I have friends that say this stuff that say like men ain't shit all the time. Right. And I'd look at the, I have one friend that says it all the time. That you know, I'm uh-huh. not gonna say her name. I'm not gonna say uh-huh. her name like that. Yep, she I says it all the time. About. <laughs> and I just look at it I'm like okay. Like, I must not be part of that, man. Or I must be one of them that you're talking about. Oh, I don't give a fuck when she says it. I truly oh. don't. She oh, says okay, it to cool. me all the time because she'll be like, Tayshawn, men ain't shit. <laughs> I hate them. And I'm like, okay. That's your problem, Missy. <laughs> I'm like, all right. That ain't got really nothing to do with me. Well, I got a, I got a friend who does the same. Well, I don't think I don't think we're friends anymore because she's, she's on some other shit. But um, <laughs> I got a friend. Well, I know a woman who's like that. And I just be like, you know what? This is why you're in the positions that you are somewhat because you have these outlooks that are just like, that's holding you back a little bit, to be honest. It depends. Cause like I said, it really depends on what they, what, you, know, you can have these ideas, but if you're letting these ideas stop you from getting the things that you think you want, then at a certain point, it's not, maybe it's something you need to look into. Because I can, I, I, like I said, I know plenty of people who say men ain't shit, but also in a very happy relationship with the man and have kids. And they don't, they keep saying men ain't shit and they, but they still hug their, they still like kiss their husband all the time uh-huh. or their boyfriend at the time. So like, it really just depends on them. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, listen so let's, let's dissect his comments a little bit, right? Sure. Because he said single mothers with children are a red flag right now do you agree with that 
I don't fully agree with it, but I can I can't question his. That's just the way he thinks. Mm-hmm. I know sing, I know single mothers. So do I. Was raised so by I, one. Yeah, I can't hold. I can't say a, a woman with a child is a red flag. But I can definitely say, depending on the relationship with the father, that's a red flag. Well, that I guess that's what why he would think like call it a red flag because it's like, what's the reason you're a single mother? You know, like, why are you a single mother, essentially? I can see that. That might be the reason. You know what I mean? My red flag, if if I'm going to call it a red flag, it would really just depend on the relationship they have. Like, Mm -hmm. how do they, there's two things. How they treat their kid is one. Mm -hmm. And then what's their relationship with the father of their kid? Because, like, Mm. if if how they treat their kid is, like, I'm going to call it a red flag based on, on, like, if I, like, if we're dating and I get, then I go to your house. And like you're just yelling at the child all the time and just throwing stuff at them, that's a red flag. Uh-huh. I'm like, the way you treat that child is a red flag. Cause like why right. are you treating a child like this? Right. But if, if they treat their child like like with love and care, that's not a red flag. That just means that they just had an unfortunate circumstance. Like also it could be like the baby father cheating and stuff. Or what? Some, like there are other there are circumstances that lead to these things. That's what I'm saying. I, I would, I, I would, I would like to. There's more behind it. So you have to dig deeper into. Yeah, I wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't call it a red flag. I would definitely be looking out for them, though. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, the first I, thing... I feel you because, you know, I for the first time in my life, I actually dated a single mother uh, a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. one of the first questions I asked was like, "Oh, what's the relationship like with?" Your children's fathers yeah and she was like um you know the first one was awesome like she was like hey me, me him like we're good like i don't have to i don't fight with him we everything's copacetic it was the second one that was just like you know that was the issue uh-huh. and you know that as you know how things turned out between me and her i guess that she came back to rear its ugly head because yeah. it things did things went south quick between me and her and it had a lot to do with the second child and you know i guess what happened between them um but the, I'm that's, not gonna, yeah. that's, that's what i mean when it comes back to that that other the, where like what's the relationship with all that because uh-huh. that first the first one sounds just the regular that's just three wives like okay and vocal parenting they just didn't it just didn't work out uh-huh. life goes that way like like they with like just the way things are now the second one, like, now it's now it's like ugly, like it's dangerously ugly. It's ugly, yeah. It's like it's really it could, ugly. it could be like he's stalking her or something like that. And there's like, as a person, if I'm dating this person, if I'm there for that person, I want to be there for it. But as another part of me is like, why do I want to put myself in a situation where I have to be looking out over my shoulder for this dude everywhere? Right. And what's interesting about the quotes from uh, Marcus Houston, he was saying that his father pretty much explained like broke the game down to him he was like look i'm gonna read it again he was like i would talk to my dad a lot and he will always tell me to have your own kids because you never know what the baby daddies are about so if you're gonna have kids make sure it's with a woman that never had kids so that was always my red flag you know what i'm saying so you know one thing i've noticed is that and, and this is just how i feel about how society treats men is that it's almost as if we're not allowed to have boundaries or we're not allowed to have certain preferences. I, uh, I had a whole, I did a whole solo episode about 
Yeah, exactly. I remember. I you know what? Now that you say that, I remember that. Yeah, because I, it's like I hate that. I I hate that. I hate the idea that if you, because in the door he says mine. These are my red. These are my thing. Right. And I understand that. Like it looks bad. I'm not gonna lie to you. On paper, it looks bad that you're dating that you married a 19 year old. It just looks bad. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because it look you're for you're you're near 40. Because at the time when they got married, he was like 30. He was 39. 39 I'm guessing. Yeah. And because they've been married for two years, now he's 41. Three years. Three years. So he was 39 to 38. Good to say. So like, yeah. yeah. So it looks it looks bad. And because of like it's all the stuff that we know about celebrities, like R. Kelly, it looks it looks like okay. you know, from the outside, it can definitely look like he groomed her. Right. Now, I don't I don't know all the I'm I don't know everything. And until I get more details, I won't make I won't say anything about that. But it's just what it looks like on the outside. And that but, that's kind of the narrative that's been getting pushed about it ever since he said this like, oh, he married her because she's young, so she's easy to manipulate and control. I'm like, well, first of all, nobody knows the ins and outs of their marriage and their relationship how they so, treat each other and things like that. So to say that he's just trying to manipulate her is pure conjecture at this point. It's uh, something you're projecting onto them. Exactly. Because we don't know. I don't know the relationship. I don't, don't either. Know. No, nothing the only one about that it. knows the is them and probably their parents and their closest friends. That's exactly. Because I don't know if you know any Jehovah's Witnesses, but... I almost like... did. Huh? I almost did. You almost did? You yeah. almost You almost knew a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, there's a Jehovah. When I was a kid, there was a Jehovah Witness that came to my door, mm-hmm. and I like we were talk. We talked for like 15 minutes because mm-hmm. they would act. They were asking me questions about the Bible, and I knew them, mm-hmm. so I was just I was just answering them. Mm-hmm. And then like, and like the person was like, "Is your parents home?" Like I would love to talk to your parents. I was like, "Nah, my yeah. parents at home." But I was 16, yeah. so mm-hmm. that's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not not an ACS case to call. <laughs> <laughs> no, no ACS. Mama, <laughs> don't put don't put that on me. But I was like, nah, but like, if you come back later, maybe we can. And I gave them a fake name and then they came back next week. And I was oh, like, wow. no, don't. I was like, no, don't open the door. I don't want to talk to these people no more. Listen, but, you know, when it comes to them, to, you know, to Jehovah's Witnesses, they're very uh, group oriented. I'll say it like that. Like, they, yeah. they, they, they're always together. Yes. Whether they go to convention halls or whether they go to, you know, their retreats or whatever have you, whatever they're doing, they do it as a group. Yeah. So since they obviously met at, uh, I'm guessing a Jehovah's Witness convention, whatever religious thing they were doing, right? Whatever they were doing, they've obviously known each other, and they obviously got a a good understanding of each other. They, you know, their parents are probably involved, like you said, and close friends. So, you know, they probably kept an eye on him and her, because of course, you know, you know what I mean. So, like, I don't know the inner workings of how Jehovah's Witnesses operate, but I do. I can imagine that they're like, yo, listen, chaperone dates, uh, you can't call her after this time and this, that, and the third. A lot more rules and structure as opposed to say other religions. You know what I mean? Until on um, I won't call it grooming until I hear until I get some actual full reports. Like I wanna see full reporting. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna see people spectating because mm-hmm. everyone agree. Everyone says something. I'm still there's I'm still not over like one of these uh some other stuff for some of these people. Especially the, the dude from Creed, when his issue, he got accused of DV. Messing Creed? Yeah. The it's villain? In there? No, the villain that played, the guy, the villain in Creed 3. You oh, Jonathan Majors. Yes. Yeah, I just didn't remember his name. 
his whole situation. Yeah. And then there was a YouTuber, there's a YouTuber I followed that literally he got, he got accused of being a domestic, of being an abuser and a stalkist and a rapist. Yeah. And then literally he came out, he didn't say anything for like three weeks because he got all his evidence together from every message that this person he had with them. And when he put it all out, it turns out that he was the victim of abuse and he was a virgin. So he he never had sex with anybody because he has performance anxiety. He has performance anxiety. Yeah, so he has like whenever like any time it gets intimate, he gets like anxiety because he's all he was a victim of sexual abuse when he was a child. Uh, like his guy, I think I've heard about this. Who is this? I'll tell you off air because I don't want to put his business. I don't want that YouTuber. I think he's he's coming. He might come back, but he's gone right now. He was like a virtual, oh. he was a virtual YouTuber. Wow. But I felt I felt bad because I didn't hear about this until his video came out. And then I heard everything. I was like, damn. This dude really got his whole life shattered. And for three weeks, people really called him a rapist. And that's, that's the hardest. Crazy. That's the hardest title you can remove from you as a person. That's crazy. To get like if you ever get accused of rape, there's no, there's no way to ever take that off. Yeah, you can you just you can just defend back. yourself. You can just defend yourself as much as you can. But someone's always gonna be like, nah, you raped somebody. And you're like <laughs> That's that's crazy. Cause you know, Jonathan Majors got dropped from his PR firm, I think. Yeah. Well, his and... reps his reps dropped him. I think he's lost a couple roles now. Yeah, then it then literally a few days later it turns out he was the victim. Exactly. Like you see, like I don't that's why like it really comes from the really So let's go Do back you know, to uh, Marcus Hughes' comments real fast, right? The baggage uh, one or which one? The baggage Baggage clean. Baggage clean. Yep. What about baggage clean? <laughs> baggage clean. So I get this. What? <laughs> I I want you know, I said that to somebody. That what baggage clean? Somebody come get this? Uh, I forgot. I was in. I was talking with somebody. I was out in public with a coworker, uh-huh. and some dude was like, "Yo, like, yo, you talked to my girl?" And I was like, "Who?" And then he pointed to some random girl. I was like, "I have never talked to that woman." He's like, "You lying?" I was like, "I don't want that bitch. Go get your hoe." No. <laughs> now leave okay. me alone. Hey, sheesh. I I'm call. I call you bitches and hoes. <laughs> I was upset, and I also had like four drinks into me. So, oh, okay, that says a lot. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a happy drunk. I'm very happy. I'll make all the jokes when I'm drunk until you get me upset. Then there's I have no filter. Uh, you know what? I can I can respect that. I can respect that. And then once he left, I was back to being happy. Because I <laughs> listen, I can deal with happy drunks and funny drunks. I can't deal with sloppy and disrespectful drunks. <laughs> oh, you weren't there. What happened when we went to One Two Three Burger Shot? I'll tell you that story off air. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh no! Uh, yeah, it was. Oh man, Let's, oh, I'll, just, I'll just, I'll just put it to you like this: if, if that night went the way that I, I anticipated it to go at the end of it, then I wouldn't have this MTA job right now. I'll oh, just my. tell you like that. Oh my yep. god! Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you off air. Jesus. Um, so he said he doesn't like women with baggage, right? Yes. What is your tolerable acceptance level or your, your tolerable level of baggage? Are we talking suitcase, duffel bag, or like book bag? Like spending uh, the night bag? Like what, what's what's your what's your tolerable level? I can't. I don't know. I probably I always try with a duffel bag personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. I guess suitcases. I don't. It would kind of to me it would really just depend on what it was. It could be a suitcase. 
But what's in it? I just want to know what's in it. That's yeah, all. unpack the suitcase. <laughs> yeah, I just want to. I don't. I think all luggage is good until I know what it is. Okay. Like right, we so... get. I get hanging. Like me and this girl could get along. I'm like, oh, this is nice. And then, and then I look into it. She used to stalk her ex boyfriend. Now I gotta go. She's like, because I don't want. She used. She's a stalker. She stalked like her oh. last three boyfriends. Now oh. I gotta. Now I gotta find my way out of this because I don't want these problems. Oh. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to become another victim of being stalked. Uh huh. Like it really just depends. <laughs> what if she was uh, an SA victim or DV victim? I'm what I'm not leaving. Okay. I would, I would feel bad. I I would feel bad, but I also hope that that they're no longer talking to that to that to the perpetrator. As what someone, about as someone who himself? works with DV families? That's the most upsetting thing is that you get to this place away from them, and then you're calling your abuser. Why? Yeah. If, what about so? What if? What if, uh, say like she's she's a single mother, okay, and she was abused by her child's father, and she needs to like, like she she's in communication with him only regarding the child. That's fine. I I know that I've I am I'm fine with that situation. Okay, that's fair. That that is, that is fair. Listen, everybody has acceptable levels of baggage. Yeah, I understand. I like I said, my my level is gonna be different from yours, and your uh, both our levels are definitely different from Germany's. Producer Jay and then Brother Zay. Who knows? Well, you know what? Uh-huh. Then again, Seeing we could a... we could turn that into a drinking game. Ooh! Oh yeah, true that. Yes, yes. That's that's the next episode. Let's um, go. <laughs> um, I think my acceptable level is like you said. It all depends on what's in the bag and how willing you are to unpack the bag you know and yeah. like if you got issues and you're not resolving them with like therapy or some sort of treatment or some sort of yeah i'll just say program to to help you deal with your issues then anything, yeah. anything that you personally recognize is an issue for you going forward okay. and that has affected your relationships and you're just like well that's just me i feel like that's a problem it's definitely a problem like definitely it's a problem I understand. Like, I'm happy that you're self-aware and that you notice this problem. But if you notice this is a problem that's affect all your relationships up until this point, maybe try to seek something. Exactly. Try to exactly. seek out why this. Try to seek out why this is affecting your relationship. Try to understand it more. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. No, nah, that's it. You can be self-aware to a point, but also be objectively aware and be proactive about it too. Yeah. Um. What's the lowest age that you'll date? Uh, give me give me a range period. Currently, like, right now, because I'm because t- I'm twenty nine. Twenty five, twenty four. Twenty five, twenty four. Okay. Yeah. I then then oldest is just oldest. I don't care. You're older than me. You're older than me. If life goes on, but <laughs> I probably I probably won't try to date anyone that's in their seventies or eighties. Should just, I get yeah. your PS five? <laughs> I can buy my own. I'm an independent woman. <laughs> I don't need no man to buy it for me. I can do it for me. I, I agree because, you know, I bought my own PS5. You can't tell me nothing. I can definitely buy a PS5. I just choose not to. Oh. I absolutely, I can't buy it. I can buy it right now. But I'm, as I told you, I'm saving up my money just so I can get my car sometime this summer. Oh. So I'm, I'm very excited to have one. You're going to be whipping it. Uh, you will be calling. I I'll, on my days off, a week it will be called. 
would just be somewhere in my car, just listening to music, thinking about life. Um, I think for me, the youngest, I, I think we've had this conversation before, but I'm going to rehash it, especially now that we're older. Um, since I'll be 30 in less than a month, um, I think the youngest I would go is 25, 26, maybe. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like, you're not, you're not, a, you're not, you're not, like, you're not necessarily, you're, you're like grown at that point. You know what I'm saying? You're kind of grown at that point. You're not a kid anymore. You can drink, you can vote, you can drive. Uh, you might have your own place. You should have a pretty decent job at that point. Maybe you're still in your education. Maybe, yeah. maybe you finished. Or yeah. maybe you're like in post-grad. <clears throat> okay. But, you know, that to me, that's about it. As far as older, I think the oldest I'll go at this point right now is like 34 or 33. Okay. You know, there's different age stages in your life that you can't, that you don't want to deal with. And, but you know what, when he says that. Would you take it if, firstly, if a 40 year old tried to hit on you, would you take that, would you take that relationship seriously? If she was cool? Yeah. yeah. Like it, it would have like she would have to tell me why she's interested in me though. Like she would have to break it down to me to a molecular level. Why do you want me? I'm ten years younger than you. You can have you could basically have any guy you want. Why me? <laughs> you know sounds, what I mean? You sound so sad when you say it like that. <laughs> you that's I, no, I'm, just, I'm just confused because it's like Why would you want me? Me why of all people. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, gotta, like, you have so many ways to take that. <laughs> it's no seriously. What <laughs> I know, many men your age are probably trying to talk to you or whatever have you. There are probably men that are between our age ranges, like mid thirties, that probably want you. There are probably men that are older than you that want you. Why? But yet, why? <laughs> why? Why? Explain it to me. Help why? me out, sister. Help why? Me out. Yeah, Queen Mother, help me. You know help what I'm saying? Just you. Just, you. <laughs> just help me, please. Help me, please. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just Damn. me, though. So here's the thing, right? He uh -huh. said that women his age come with a lot of baggage. What kind of baggage does a 19 year old come with? Then, and we could probably gonna wrap it up after this one, unless you got something else. But school? What... Like, no, I gotta. <laughs> right? Baggage like... would a 19 year old have? School? Yeah. School. They're not. They're not grown. They're still learning. That's pretty much it. Like so, um, unless I, unless they're like, unless they were in some crazy relationships in high school, which it's a possibility. That's the that's the most I can think of. Listen, school don't. Uh, the high school don't count no more. Unless you two are married and or still together in some form or fashion, high school relationships don't count. Uh, like, I mean, like I, I think mostly because of TikTok, I've heard these Reddit stories. Yeah, these stories be wild. They, of some, course they do, but like, that's just people get have kids. Some of them have kids at seventeen. I'm like, what is going on? Well, yeah, teen mothers is still a thing. Teen parents, I should say. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, unless, like, we're talking about normal, like, normally, not anyone that like their biggest baggage is all like they're still growing up. Their parents, they think me, like their parents might be on them. They probably got bad grades. They don't know what college to go to. Or their college is far away, so it'd be a long distance relationship. Yeah. So those are like the normal things I can think of right now. That's the things I probably would have gone nineteen. So is he wrong for feeling the way that he feels? Because he's like, yo, I'd rather deal with a woman 
who ain't got too much going on in her life, who is not going to give me na a nasty attitude because she's rubbed raw by world experience. Uh, attitude, the attitude can always change because attitude is just, I don't know the definition of attitude of what his definition of attitude is, but everyone has an attitude depending on what you tell them. Yeah. But uh, if you're asking me, um, is he wrong for it? It's his choice. I'm never going to tell anyone they're wrong as long as they're as long as they're legal. <laughs> I don't want no That's one. That's fair. Yeah, as long as they're as long as everyone's legal and able to make decisions consent wise, mm, I I have nothing to say. Yeah. So everybody should just leave him alone. Leave him and his wife alone and their children. And until reports come out that he's done something or she's done something. Let's see yeah. it be, because it could just be a normal relationship. They just met. She just happened to meet. They just met when he was 38 and she was 18. There's nothing else we can say. That was it. Or 19. Like, things happen. Like, things happen. Doesn't For mean, sure. like, I don't, don't, Nick, don't just throw out skeptics. Don't just throw out your own projection of what happened. Like, oh, he knew her since he was 15 and grooved her. Like, no, we don't know that. We don't just, know that. Unless, unless someone comes out and says it, like someone of his, someone from his or her family or their parties come out and say, like, "Oh, they met each other when they're like fifteen. They've been talking since." Then don't like we could talk about Drake. Drake's that Drake's been doing that. That's all we say. Yeah, was well, he trying it. to get it? Uh, what's her name? Jick who plays Eleven. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah Bobby also, Brown or whatever her name is. Was he I've, trying to get like slide on her DMs and groom her or something like that? You also did the same thing talking with Billy Eilish, so. Oh yeah, Drake's a predator. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we can, like we can say that about Drake. No one calls him out, but Drake, we see you. Don't think yeah, I don't fucking see, see that shit. Hey, we see you, bro. Just because just because you going after little girls older than R. Kelly was going, your shit's okay. That's well, it. That's still technically rape, mother. Whatever. Well, all right, Tay. I think we can wrap it up there. Sure. Uh, Bring us out. Happy 420, bitches. Oh, uh, we talked about that. I don't know why we didn't. Shush, because we didn't need to, because we don't do it like that. We have friends right. that do it like that. You're right. But thank I'm you sorry. thank you very much for listening to the CD Brother podcast. I stay on and he stays on every day. Uh, if you want to follow follow us on Instagram at excuse underscore me underscore brother with the A, because it's not racist. I'm going to keep making that joke until I stop. Well, <laughs> Yeah, you can follow us on TikTok at Excuse Me Brother. Uh, spaces between like a, like a regular sentence with the e, with the er because it's racist. Always knew Jeremy was racist. You also you can always follow us on our uh our Facebook thing as well. Made by Jason. Which again, it's just Excuse Me Brother with the er because it's racist because Jay made it. <laughs> if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, thank you very much. You can, uh subscribe. Subscribe, like, leave a comment. We do read them time. We do read them time time, and we do try to interact with everybody. So oh. again, send us messages, all that. Thank you very much for listening to it. So whenever you listen to this, good morning, good night, good evening, and if we don't see you again, goodbye and live well. Peace, God bless. Let me suck some titties, babe. Let me suck some titties, babe. <laughs> Let me suck the titties, baby. Let me suck the titties, baby. Down, down, down.